0: It's the 10th of November, 2009. Modern Warfare 2 has just been released and is everything. Oh, Nick, do you want to, I don't know, maybe get good grades? All alright. thanks. I've got a campaign to play through. Oh, Nick, do you want to come out and play some football? Mm, Yeah, maybe not. I've got a golden AK to, uh, to get there. Completing the incredible campaign in one swift playthrough. Okay. You come to school the next day, you're boasting to your mates about how you've already played through the campaign and one sitting like a boss, no sleep included. You then see the infamous, tantalising, mysterious group in the corner of the classroom. Females. You want to boast to your boys about how good you are at no-scoping, kill-death ratio, how much shit-talk you gave to that 13-year-old yesterday, but you dare not speak a word of it in front of the girls. Why? Well, good question. They're the ones you're still trying to figure out. The ones you would do anything to get a house party and drink some WKD Blues, you know what I'm saying, boys, you know what I'm saying? There was so much pride in having a month's playtime on Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer back in the day. Back then, it it wasn't so hot though, not gonna lie. Hell, it's not that hot now to be fair, but still. If anything, it is a sense of embarrassment, granted. And to be fair, I wasn't the one with a month's playtime, but we'll move on. You rode the wave anyway, because you didn't have a choice. Be confident about your decision to put that much time into Modern Warfare 2. Or don't play Modern Warfare 2. That was the only option. All right, you either play with your boys every night on Modern Warfare 2. Or you don't play at all. And let me be clear here. Playing Modern Warfare 2 with the boys was the best thing that you could do. 13 year old me. You know what I'm saying? Unless you had a couple of WKD Blues. Then it was a wild time. Playing Modern Warfare 2 online with a couple of WKD Blues. It wasn't really though something that your parents would gloat about. You know, he played video games and it was like, oh yeah, he's got an Xbox or he's got his PlayStation, goes on it way too much. You know, not like we're the parents and we should have some say in the matter of whether our child plays a lot of PlayStation or whatever. But still, it wasn't a very good virtue to partake in a good hobby to do on the side. It was much more of a stigma. Still is a little bit, you know. It was much more of a, oh yeah, he's got his game box, he plays that a lot, you know. It was never like, oh yeah, you know, passionate about his game and he's got a hobby and he was really into it, you know. He plays all the new games and reviews them, etc, etc. It was more like, oh yeah, Nick's got an Xbox, doesn't stop playing the bloody thing. Because most people believe, or do believe, or used to believe that video games were a complete and utter waste of time. Fortunately, that isn't the case. Well, to some degree, they were and they are, you know? At the end of the day, did I spend that much time on Modern Warfare 2 online and regret it a little bit? Absolutely not. Could I have done more productive things with my time to make a better future life, shall we say? Absolutely. But what's the point in that? That's not fun at 13, is it? Oh, Nick, what'd you do this afternoon? Yeah, just planning my finances for when I go to university. Great. Nice one, Nick. No they were only a waste of time as much as any other medium of storytelling you know films books all that sort of thing and obviously it depends on what you're into you know if you're reading Fifty Shades of Grey I'm not gonna lie I don't know if that's going to contribute much to your vocabulary but uh I'm sure you get a bit horny about it you know whether it's Watching the Jurassic Park trilogy, just my girlfriend has done, enjoyed, you know, it quite a bit. Uh, obviously the first one is the best one, uh, that's a debate for another time. Or your nan reading Fifty Shades of Grey and then telling your mum and dad that it's really good and then they both read the entire trilogy, but no one's sad about that. The point is, is anyone who plays video games knows that it is the best medium to partake in, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, <laughs> when else can you play a bearded man with an 8-pack? wielding an axe that comes to you at every moment if you want it to and just going through dead norse things i mean it doesn't get much better than that you know we are now approaching a new golden age of gaming ladies and gentlemen where we can go back and play any game that's already been released with fairies especially with programs such as xbox one backwards compatibility you know we've got all of the online stores bringing out old games all the time the PS Store got PS1 classics, PS2 classics, even some PS3 games, PSP games, etc, etc. You know, Nintendo Switch, they've just released their online store, which, even though it sounds pretty bad at the moment, you know, it has free NES games, and I think it's got maybe some SNES games, or they're coming soon, but we are able to play all of these old games with fairies, hopefully through online platforms and even some physical platforms such as the nes classic and things like that and not only have we got this huge back catalog of incredible games to play anytime we want can you believe that i played through knights of the old republic on xbox one through the backwards compatibility program that is absolutely astounding we've also got (laughs) masterpiece games coming out every few months For literally like the past two years now, and it's been an unbelievable time for gamers. Breath of the Wild, haven't played it yet, but I've heard slightly good things about it. You know, and then it just goes on and on and on, Persona 5. I don't think in the next 10, 20 years of video games, we'll have the social stigma like we do now or we did before. Okay, I don't, I do think that most who play video games know that there shouldn't be a stigma or that there isn't a stigma of course there is a stigma with things that we overexpose ourselves to all the time you know anything you do to a absurd amount can be questioned you know for instance eating you know what can go the other way you can eat too much you maybe you can exercise too much everything's a moderation I would definitely advise that if someone was playing on a games console for more than six hours a day and they work full-time, I mean, that's questionable, right? you got you got to live a little. you got to eat some food, for God's sake, at some point. But, you know, in terms of just generally sitting down and playing through the games that you really want to play, you know, getting some time after you've, you know, finished redecorating your brand new house, I mean, it's a, it's a great feeling to reward yourself with an experience that is unlike any other. In terms of truly nerdy gamers, such as myself and my brother, you know, we're playing the sweet new releases every month, like, we've got Crash Team Racing coming out next month, and we're super excited about that. Especially if the online works and everything's all good. I'm I'm buzzing. Buzzing. You know, but we know that we're going to play video games, if we're feeling normal, a few times a week, and without fail. And I think that more people should get into video games because, well, they're going to, for starters, because it's that good but also to be open about their experience of video games and also to realise that it's, it shouldn't be stigmatised and to be more less embarrassed about it. For example, there is no way you have millions and millions of people all around our society and the globe partaking in an activity of their choice multiple times a week, whether that is filthy, casual, cod and fee for players or hardcore gamers like my brother and I. There is no way you're going to be able to have that happen without it becoming part of the norm for society. For example, everyone uses their phones all the time, okay? And I'm not saying it's good or bad, I'm just saying that it's become a norm in society. I'm sure 10 years ago when, well, more than that now, when the iPod Touch and the iPhone first came out, we were all like, what the hell's this? There's a revolver game and it's fun and it's touchscreen and where are all the buttons? And, you know, it's, it's, it's acceptable now that all of our phones are basically tablets, you know, some of them are as big as tablets, and they've got the function of, I mean, for god's sake, we can play Fortnite on a phone, and that's incredible, you know, and these things will become norms, because there's just no other choice, you can't have that many people partake in activity, and it's not a norm, hopefully it will become acceptable to family members, and you know, maybe it'll become acceptable for them to play the Wii with their family, like we did the other week, we whipped the Wii out, and you know, my family and I, we played it, my grandma watched, and it was barrels of fun. I mean, we bought I bought Wii Pie just for the night, right? I know, I know, I, I rake out at the local CEX. And it's just so fun, you know, just going through the games and just shaking your hand and beating everyone because I'm the absolute boss. But it was really fun, and it was a really good time. And I think that we can all realise a good time when we see one, you know. And it's just such a good experience, especially with other people. And I think once we can all realise that we can all have a little bit of fun with video games that they're not, you know, well, let's not even dive into that political discussion right now of violence in video games, but they're great. I mean, where else can you play as Arthur Morgan and his gang of miscreants and just be completely divulged into that world and his characters and... You know, even with my favourite films of all time, I don't know I've been that invested in the same characters that you've been playing for for 60 plus hours. I mean, it's a unique experience. It's exciting to see the mainstream world turn onto gaming in a big way. You know, for lack of a better term, well, as I've said, there's no option twitch and streaming it's absolutely gigantic and it is one of those weird things where all the kids know it and like a lot of us young adults know it but like if you told my mum and dad like you know oh yeah uh, millions and millions of people like more people than watch the super bowl are watching L- league of legends finals they would be like what are you talking about what's league of legends it's really incredible that we have such a divide of knowledge between the people who know what's going on and the people you know for example everyone knows that the super bowl is massive but nobody would i'd i'd I wouldn't think that the League of Legends finals is as big as that or bigger. So clearly there's some knowledge to be understood there. You know, and I'm not saying people should just go on Wikipedia and find out random knowledge about video game industry and how big it is. But I think that will just seep into the general knowledge of society because it is that big. There's no way you have those things and they're not included in the paper or the magazine you're reading or, you know, they're passed on as a conversation you're having during tea time or something like that. And they're just getting bigger and bigger. There's just no stopping it. I mean, like I said, for like the 50th time, they're just the best entertainment medium. So it's going to get bigger because they're just that good. They just keep getting better. I don't know what to do. I can't afford all the games anymore, you know? I don't think most of us can. It's just there are too many games. You know, but it might always be the case that A lot of people will carry stigma towards video games like we do with lots of things. We're never going to destigmatize everything, I don't think, especially to things that have debates in them and that are subjective. And some people will never like video games, and that's absolutely fine. And some people will always love video games. It's, again, moderation. And I think that even though... It will still carry some sting with some people, as any hobby does. I do believe in the next 10 or 20 years, it will be as normal as watching TV a few hours every night. Let's look at kids these days, and in this generation, a lot of them do go on their iPads to watch YouTube. And I mean, that's a real norm now. And to me, I'm still shocked that that is a norm and that nobody's like, whoa, YouTube? I mean that's really overtaken tv now but suddenly it just came out of nowhere in terms of oh yeah no it's way bigger than tv now i was like well obviously that's a gradual increase in the incline and suddenly it's just come over and, and nobody's stood back and said like wow this is a completely new platform overtaking possibly the most powerful platform in you know the consumer home within a decade or two it's it's incredible to watch but i think what's most exciting about everyone realizing that video games aren't you know be all end all of evilness is that once everyone starts getting into it and accepting it and the stigma really shaking itself off whether that be in a harsh way or soft way I think what's most exciting is that people are going to realize the truth about games and that's that video games are pretty cool